grown man business. Welcome to the Weird Fucking Podcast. Where we're built for comfort and not for speed. Buffy podcast where we're built for comfort and now for speed you old uh I don't know <laughs> you old, know, you old fooled by Joe Button and shit time after time again and shit he been in mad groups and slaughterhouse and goddamn motherfucking the Joe Button podcast seven different iterations and all y'all niggas getting fooled and shit wild up <laughs> I said, ish, you next. <laughs> Y'all hope them niggas is working out their contingency plans. I hope they work it out again. Again, they better be investing that money. They better, hey, you know, prayerfully they just understand. Yeah, prayerfully they understand it's still called the Joe. Again, you want another hint that you ain't in the group? It's called the Joe Button Podcast. That is the third hint that you are not in the fucking group. It's like... Huh? It ain't even Joe Button and others. You this, couldn't even get in friends. Again, there are too many hints. This is like a bad horror movie. It's like, don't go in the room, motherfucker. You don't see that shit right. Nigga, the hit. Bro, at this point in time, that's all. When, when Michael Myers kill you, nigga, that's on you. That's on you. Yeah, he never. Your name ain't even on the marquee talking about, but where where we staying at tonight? Nigga, we. <laughs> like Bleak said in Mo Better Blues, that, that say the Bleak Gilliam quintet on the, on the marquee. Nigga. <laughs> Yeah, like that nigga said, when you have your own group, but until that mystical, magical, majestical day happens, shut the fuck up and do what I tell you to. Yeah, you grandiose motherfuckers don't play that they like. Yeah, you. Very slept on movie. Very slept on movie. Very slept on movie. Shout out to Shadow Henderson and Blendon Honeys. Um, <laughs> matter of fact, I'll be back in ten minutes. Talking about kids, I gotta go pick up my kid from the mall. So oh, I will be back in five minutes. I'll be right back, y'all. I got my stuff for the show too, so I'll be ready. That's what's up. So, brother Brock, um, we'll do these monthly. I want to call these like grown man bars. Something niggas got to deal with. We'll figure out the name of it going forward, man. But I feel like there are a great deal of podcasts that talk about like. How men should be in relationships. They talk about uh, 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 men need to do this and what a real man is. I have yet to see the show that takes the role of the OGs that a lot of these young niggas that are talking in front of microphones lack. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. We talked about it on this show that like there is a lack of OGs like. There was a, a situation where it's a generation of a lot of niggas that, you know what I mean, came up with moms and pops. You know, they might have seen pops on Saturday and Sunday, but you don't, I feel like a lot of times you don't get enough from your OG if you only see your OG uh, on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. And, so, and if you don't 
seek out your OG. You know what I'm saying? Like right. you just don't think anything is missing. You just out here in the world making mistakes. You know what I'm saying? Right. Who I guess who would you say and 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 it should be a simple answer, but it, it isn't always. Who who would you call like your 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 OG, like your main OG? It's a personal question. If you don't if you don't want to get into it, that's fine. Um, I would say my brother in law. You know what I'm saying? Okay. First and foremost, you know what I'm saying. Like um, I would say my brother in law. You know what I mean? Um, later on in life, I sought you know to make my own demonstration of manhood. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> Seeing the ways that he may have made mistakes and shit like that, but I just saw somebody day in and day out going through this, what we call manhood and shit, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And whatever he learned in that way, giving that information back to me and shit, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, my, my, um, how about, how about yourself? So for me, um, I would first say my uncle Ron, he was Mm -hmm. like, if if I played football, he was the one like, after football, like yo, let's you know what I mean. Let's go in the yard. Let me show you how X Y Z. Yeah. Uh, if I came home and 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 maybe I, I wasn't you know I wasn't smelling right that day, boy, come in. Yeah. That's what you gotta do. Like you know what I'm saying. Like the actual, the dirty work, not the you know not the <laughs> cute stuff. The the really like boy, you know you right, right? Like that's not a comfortable conversation <laughs> to have with somebody. Yo. That that's crazy because like like my brother in law Lamont and shit. I remember him, you know, like just in, introducing me to cologne and shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I was like, this ain't something. Like I'm not thinking it's something that I needed at that point in time and shit. But I just remember him every day going to work and shit, smelling like something different and shit. I'm like, what the fuck is that? He opened up the closet. It was like, oh, <laughs> it was just like a whole fucking cabinet full of cologne and shit. He was like, yo, take this. For this occasion, take this for that occasion and shit, and do this and do that. Wear your tie like this. Like he didn't have to do that shit, but he was just like, you know, I'm gonna tell you everything that I know going forward and shit. You know what I'm saying? He only like fucking uh what well, well, you're like 10 years older than me or whatever. You know what I'm saying? My That's enough though. Older, so yeah. That's enough. That's enough to where yeah, it's enough where you, you see someone in a position where you can respect. Uh, like, all right, the, the nigga been to something, been through something, but mm-hmm. not far enough along to be like he can't understand what I'm doing. Right, right. Because I think that plays a big, big, big part of it too. Like, if you 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 got like I had like you know great great uncles and my and my pops was around. You know what I'm saying? Um, somewhat, you know. So he he gave me some game, but like the dirty work that I always remember, like. Coming through, and you know, it's, it's Tuesday. He got a, 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 a softball game. Uncle Ron, get in the car, boy. <laughs> we pull up. He get his equipment out, his dirty books and bed in the trunk. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, okay. Like, this is life. But yeah. you, and you realize, like, all right, there's a certain way to be when you're in, like, your protected space. And then there's a certain way to be outwardly so like people know all right this guy is he stand up he's respectable and you know he he knows how to maneuver you know from day to day and i think that was really really important you know what i'm saying so it's, it's like when when i wasn't around for uh last week i wasn't around much because we we did the the, the homecoming thing at morgan state it's because my, my my uncle is a morgan state alum and okay. 
So I, I've been going to Morgan State with him since I was 12. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm 42. Yeah, yeah. So this is 30 years. Mm-hmm. So and that, so yeah, that's my that's my OG, and 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 I got a lot from Ohm. Just because you know he was really he was really willing to do it. He didn't have to. He had you know as I'm 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 his sister's boy, you know. So family, you know, looking out for family. Yeah. But my brother-in-law taught me how to fucking fix bricks. Hmm. He taught me how to. He he taught me just a lot of shit. Like like yo, all these motherfuckers out here, you know, what I'm saying like they got this, they got that. If you know how to do something tangible for a woman. That'll set you apart and shit. And he was right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I done ran that game a couple times. And shit, like, sure, I can fix your brakes. You know what I'm saying? It cost you $600. I got you real quick. Just go get the brakes. You know what I'm saying? But, but another thing I wanted to say, yo, like, um, on that note, like, my uncles was people that I didn't want to be like. Mm. But, so, everybody got them uncles, too. On the flip side, it was also like, Ain't no motherfucking way I'm gonna be like these niggas. I gotta find some other example than these niggas and shit. These niggas is wild in the streets. So, you know, for that time being and shit, my brother-in-law was that, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's really, really important. Like, you know what I mean, when it comes to like your growth. Um, and then like that growth you see through um, you know, like points in time, you know, little benchmarks that you hit in your life. Um what uh shout out to P90 says you got the ones that are warnings and those are examples. That's hey and sometimes they be the this same yeah. one sometimes. God, damn that's some cold piece of game right there. Yeah, ice cold. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So rites of passage, right? Mm. Rites of passage are are what, what would you define as like a rites of passage? I would say it's it's uh something that you have to go through to solidify yourself as a man or or some next level of being and shit. Because like I, I oftentimes think that like women have a lot of markers earlier to separate themselves from little girls to women and shit. They have to contend with themselves having a period mm-hmm. or you know, having the ability to have a kid and shit. Somebody has to talk to them, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Or you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of things that naturally happen to women and shit. You know, when we used to have back in the day, um, like in old times and shit, like a nigga would create a rite of passage for you. Like I've seen them put on like mitts that they weave with like bullet ants and shit. Or send you out into the woods to hunt. Mm-hmm. You know, see what you come back with just to show that you have a certain level of courage and you can go through something to become, you know, claim yourself as a man and shit. You have to give yourself a challenge to Say that you've elevated yourself to a level of manhood and shit. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I would say. It's like it's it's something that you have to go through to claim a certain level of manhood and shit. It's 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 cool that you talked about um like some the older ways, like you know what I mean. They 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 might sit a little nigga in the woods and be like, You make it home, you're a man in the tribe now. <laughs> what do you think is different? Between what your rites of passage uh, would be, and maybe you know, we're both father, fathers of sons. Mm-hmm. Like, what what are the difference between like our markers and theirs? 
See, I don't know what their markers are right now, yo. That's what I'm really confused about because I know that for us, things were like hands on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you had to get into a fight. You had to, like, even as we live right now, you have to like overcome some level of like adversity as a man and shit. And I think that probably still exists for them and shit. But I don't know, like, from adolescence to manhood how it relates to them right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think, yeah. I think the thing that we, we have to remember is that there is a certain, because of the age difference between us and our sons, there mm-hmm. is a certain level of unrelatability. Um, yeah. It's okay to be the cool dad, right? But there's there are going to be things that we don't get. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how to do a TikTok dance. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, well, and then we we it's funny because we at our age it was like oh look at these niggas doing TikTok dances right. Mm-hmm. However, I remember New Jack Swing being the music when niggas was going outside for the first time, going to like little dances as a kid. Like a dude like, you was working out dance moves. You know what I mean? With the, you know what I mean? If you couldn't dance, that hurts you with the chicks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So maybe it's just. Maybe it's not always the dance they go to, but maybe oh, this nigga got the TikTok moves, and now the girls follow on TikTok. Like, oh, do you see how little Jaquan was dancing on TikTok? Yeah, I like it, girl. Maybe that's what they go through now. We can't relate to that, so I, I think it's just I, I think some sometimes it's the more things change, the more things stay the same. Where we just have to build up enough positive or or constructive or 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 just proper uh, build up enough proper direction that it doesn't matter what the situation is or how different it was when we were their age if they have the proper you know preparation it it prevents their poor performance right so, so let, me, let me say this to you let me say this to you so it's, it's a good point that you put up I would say that a still a rites of passage mm-hmm. is you figuring out how to deal with a woman hmm. because there are a lot of men. The, the, we have a, a burgeoning community of men that call themselves incels, mm-hmm. <laughs> call themselves mm-hmm. incels and shit that don't know how to deal with women and shit that have never crossed that path of <clears throat> that rite of passage. You know what I'm saying? Where it's probably easier for us because we have more social interaction with women and shit. Now they have a lot more, you know, like social media type of interaction with women and shit. But until you as an adolescent or whatever age figure out how to deal with women in some way and shit, you're not getting to a certain level of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like it's always going to be something that you're going to have to figure out. You know what I mean? I think people who have and people who 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 are drawn to social interaction um kind of have a, a an easier time kind of maneuvering when it comes to a lot of different things because they're not afraid they don't always just kind of turn get internal and, and just get in their head about things they be like all right let me figure this out how you doing i'm 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 earl uh can you you know how do you how you do xyz or or why do you care? How do you? How are you good at what you do? 
And and I'm going to take that knowledge to tell my like figure out. All right. He does this well because he does this. And now I've added that to my repertoire. And I think that um, that natural inclination of being able to just talk to folks in general really comes in handy when you start talking about uh, uh, situations like where you have to, to learn stuff. And I think going out with girls or talking to girls is a very, that's one of those points, man, you know, talking to someone you're interested in and there's that pressure that things might not go the way you want. If you can overcome that pressure, I think it, you fair, you'll have an easier time in life being able to do that. Let me ask, let me ask you this. So when you was younger, because we come we come from probably the same generation or whatever, right? We didn't come from the social media generation or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So how were you introduced to going and getting a girl's number? Was it an older guy saying like, yo, go talk to Shorty? Or was it like you had to build your confidence up and be like, yo, let me just do it? Like, how? what was your first interaction like, all right, I'm going to do this shit? So sometimes I'm like, girl's number. Sometimes in life you learn from your OG and sometimes you just be out with your little stupid friends and figure things out. I think for <laughs> me, it was me being out with my little stupid friends and being like, man, I'm going to go dance with Tiffany at the dance. How you doing, Tiffany? And then we dance. And then the third song, hey, what's up? You know what I mean? <laughs> you, look, you, you, you felt that. You know what I mean? And you stuck with me. You So you uh, obviously you like me. What we doing? There you go. So you go. I, I, I ain't gonna always say that right now. That's all I'm saying. They ain't getting that. that think about that in in action. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, it, it is hard, man. I'm gonna tell you. I don't know. Like my experience is very specific because I grew up in a hood, right? Yeah, but yeah. not in in an urban setting. So I grew up in a hood. But it was in Anne Arundel County, you know what I'm saying? In a county, but then an army base is right here where I have access to what we call what they were the DYA, the youth services dances. Shout out to Peanut, he know about the DYA dances. Um, but like if we that was it, man. Is you you learn you met different kind of folks from all over the earth because it was military folks, and then you know, you got in there with them girls, and them girls are way more advanced, they way more pushy. So sometimes it don't be a little stupid friends. It be her little stupid friend that know she like you and be like, when you gonna get her number? Come on, cuz, what you doing? Yeah, that happens. That happens too. That happens. Yeah. <laughs> that happens. <laughs> Say yo. <laughs> yeah, man. Them DYA dances, man. Them DYA dances are serious, man. If y'all remember the DYA, especially my era. Shout out wherever Andre is. Andre was a cool guy, man. He was the young guy that took care. Of all the kids, man, and he never had no scandals or nothing like that. Andre was always a stand-up guy. Uh, so you know, shout out to the DYA and all that, man. Um, Kill, man. What, what were what were your um, what were your 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 your, your uh, big like coming of age situations you 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 dealt with and, and and had to really come along with? Oh man, it was probably when um, I moved on my block in Philly in '84, so I'm 10 years old. And I was just like a homebody. You know what I mean? I was all hip hop. I'm like, yo, breaking, DJing, all that shit, whatever, whatever. Never really went outside like that. And I went to a private school. Um, and we all, well, I don't know how it is in BMO, but in Philly, like, if you're if private school in, in, in the 80s was like guaranteed bad jobs. 
know what I mean? So I had a seventh for my, uh, I guess it was my 12th birthday party. I had a party at my crib and mad shorties came through and then mad niggas on the block was like, yo, can we come through too? I'm like, yeah, fucking come on through. I don't know y'all niggas. I ain't never hung out. And that right there from that day forward then was like all the old heads and all the niggas on my block. I was like, all right, this nigga cool. Come, come fuck with us. And I always was riding that in between line of my private school friends but then these fucking hood niggas too. You know what I mean? The hood niggas who will be robbing the private school kids. So I was always kind of like in the middle of that. So it's like, even to this day, I tell niggas, you come to my crib for a barbecue, nigga, you're going to see everybody. You're going to see hood niggas, church niggas, white niggas, gay, everybody over here, man. My OG came through, my man was white. He was like, yo, fuck, you got the feds here for a nigga. I was like, nigga, he ain't the feds. He work with me, nigga. <laughs> like, you know, but my old head did 20 years. So the only thing he know about white people. So that my coming of age was kind of like with that, like dealing with the hood and shit. But then when dealing with Jones, it was kind of just like, I was always awkward with them because oh, growing wait, up. Wait, wait, one sec, kid, one sec. <laughs> Uh, for 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 the folks that aren't from the two one five, John, John, in 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 the way that he just used it, mm, women. All right, go ahead, back to you, Kim. right? John is like a narrative person, plays a thing. I can explain. I John can explain anything for Philly. But um, what was happening in the eighties? Like dark skinned boys wasn't looked at like that. You know what I mean? I had Jones telling me like, "Yo, you cute, but you too dark, nigga." I had Jones calling me Flavor Flav. I'm like, "God damn!" I look like Flavor Flav, <laughs> like, "Yo, dead ass." You know what I mean? So it was crazy because then my first year of high school, like out of nowhere, but that's '88. So we talking Kane, Rakim, Bobby Brown. We, you know, and I went from like not being able to get nobody's number to getting everybody's number, and I was just doing whatever the fuck I could because I'm like, "Yo, I don't know when I'm going out of style." Like, nigga, like every year I was coming back, like, "We still in style." We still good or we we back to out be sure oh we still good for another year let's fucking keep it going let's run up the let's put the numbers on the board and you know just thankfully we never went out of style but that was always my hardship because it would be like damn i like shorty but damn she said i was too dark you know what i mean it just constantly you too dark and it's funny because when i'm running to women my age they be like i don't know what you're talking about i'll be like yo shut the fuck up we i'm not fucking crazy nigga like Nigga, maybe it wasn't like that in Baltimore. I, if you from Philadelphia and you are over the age of 46, shorty, yes. You, I'm talking to you. With a camera, I'm talking to you. You was like, nah, nigga, you too dark. So we ain't going to play that game. Like, that was cool with Morris Chestnut and Tay Diggs and all them niggas. But, yo, it's like Charlie Murphy said, me and Eddie was the blackest motherfuckers on the planet at that time. Like, and, and Eddie was. Eddie was the only dark-skinned nigga on the screen. You know, we still dealing with El DeBarge and I'll be sure and Christopher Williams, you know, so that was always my hard thing. Once 88 came, it was I was a freshman going out with juniors and seniors. So I lost my shit. So after that, I was good money. First eight years was hell on earth, man. <laughs> it was fucking like prodigy, hell on earth, man. So <laughs> yo, I, I feel like I feel like um we'll get a lot of opportunities to kind of go back into this bag and, and, and like go to like where our, our, our rights of passage were. And, and for some reason, kid, we always end up on the other side of the, you know what I mean? I'm not a light skinned dude, but I had like the wavy hair when I had hair rest in peace. Um, so it was, it was always a situation. Oh, what you mix with? Uh, 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 and that was always, Oh, like the night I met my wife, you know what I'm saying? The night I met my wife, I never, you know what I mean? Everybody like, Oh, did you use a line? I said, Mm-hmm. She was like, "Oh, look at your hair, so pretty." You know what I mean? X Y Z was like here. Uh, she was like, "What you mix with?" I said, "Half black, half nigga." And then, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? 
you make them laugh, it's over. It's a wrap. It's right, you're right. That that's a form of game right there. You know what I mean? That's a form of game. The funny thing is Nas is a Nas quote that's always explained me. I got no game, it's just some bitches understand my story. Mm. Like I, I I never had game. When I heard that Nas line, I was like, nigga, like is Maury. Yeah, yeah, my my my, my gator brand is Maury. You know what I mean? That that as soon as I heard that shit, I was like, yo, that's gonna be my quote right there. <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, it's like that was as me, I never have no game. Shorty was shit like yo. My name Kill, can I get your number? Like, I'm in and out. Like, I don't got no game. I was also that nut-ass nigga who, if we went to the club together and I asked one girl to dance and she said no, I'm like, all right, y'all, let's go. Night's over. Like, I was that dude, yeah. I wasn't good with rejection, bro. Like, rejection, I took, I took rejection hard back in the day. Like, it'd be like, you know what I mean? You come to the basketball court with your ball, ain't nobody pick you fuck. Give me my ball. We going home, nigga. Ain't nobody hooping tonight. <laughs> I ain't on the team, so. I was a motherfucking werewolf, yo. Like, no, nigga, no. This nigga that hollered at the whole, the whole Honda Accord. He went. He started at the driver. They say Brock did. And she said no. Yeah. He went to the passenger side. Then Yo, I'd have held up a whole car and shit, nigga, <laughs> and got a number and shit. And she was with it. I'm like, oh shit, like this really works. You know what I'm saying? They Yo. didn't want to speak. They didn't want to speak up and shit. She didn't want to speak up and shit, but she eventually spoke up, gave me the number and shit. We had a date and everything was good. You know what I mean? That that that, that was my best. That was my best friend Rob. He was like you. Rob asked the whole goddamn club to dance. They say no, he don't give a fuck. It it ain't no feelings hurt. He don't care about nothing. That nigga's like, fuck these hoes, man. Keep it moving. Like that ass. Like, and I'd be like, damn, Shorty said no, man. I don't even know if half the time we was asking to dance, all of a sudden we was just on back up like right. Oh man. <laughs> that was a thing, yo. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Before we get out of here, none of that shit now, yo. At all. I don't know how these niggas go to the club because we was in there violating the whole my whole clubbing experience was assault. Anyway. <laughs> Now we 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 are we are in a new kind of format, new iteration of the Wes Buffy podcast. However, certain things will never change, and that is going to take us into this week's shooting the five. Hashtag st five st five on all social media at Wes Buffy on all social media. Man, this week shooting the five top five essential items all men should have. Who wants to set it off? All right, my brother. I got I got two lists. You know what I'm saying? So God dang it! So <laughs> he done doubled up on us. He done doubled down on the list, man. Give, give us one, and then we'll go back to you. That, what's that? Give us give us one list, and then we'll come back around that's, to you. That's what I'm saying. But I wanted to frame it too, though. The reason I have two lists because I asked my girl what her list was, okay. and it was interesting what a woman would say versus what I okay. said. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, huh, I never thought of these things. So, okay. all right. Um, I don't know which one I should start with. All right. Shut it off with yours because the woman's in the- with mine. Yeah. All right. So mine is um a suit and mm-hmm. some neutral color. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Whether it be brown, black, or blue, dark blue, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I said you should have some toolkit or toolbox and shit, right? Some tools. Um, life insurance. Um, I say some good motherfucking underwear, nigga. Get yourself right. <laughs> some underwear, yo. And then the last one, I said a good council of men. 
You know what I'm saying? Have you a good mm, I like that. Friends and shit like that. Man. I like yeah. that. I like it's that. Dope. I got most Brock came real mature. Now my list like look real fucking <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm about to be up here like what's this nigga kill in eighth grade, nigga? Like Brock came with the grown man shit. He's like life insurance, nigga. Circle of good friends. I'm like, fucking god damn. Now I gotta go look up some shit real quick. Uh nah. Nah, you want a fam or you want me to rock with my hey, with man. my eighth grade list? You got it. Go ahead. All right, I got, I said every man needs to have a nice pair of 11s. You know what I mean? I yeah. feel like they go with everything. 11s, mm-hmm. a pair of 1s, or a pair of 3s. I feel like these three pair of Jordans can go with anything. I mean, they already came out with the cap and gown 11s because so many people were wearing these for graduations. I've seen women get married in 1s. I've yeah, seen yeah. men get married and, and, and wear tucks with, with the 11s in the 3s. So definitely... One of those pair of Jordans. I feel like every man has to have a good, a nice timepiece. You know what I mean? A nice, good watch, good timepiece. This is like for when I'm on my grown up. The Apple Watch is kind of like the everyday Jordan. You know the Philly in me. Every man I feel like needs to have a good pair of shape up clippers. You know, I don't modified these. Modern is. Yeah. Uh, you got to have a good pair of shape clippers. Even if you don't cut your own hair, just to be able to line yourself up and just keep yourself clean when you're not at the barbershop. That's three. Um, so everybody got to have a good travel bag, a nice travel bag. I like, you know what I mean, when I'm in the airport, being able to, you know, feel like, you know, I'm representing the low or whatever like that. And then my young boy got at me last week. He was like, yo, OG, I want to start a polo collection. Where do I start with? I said, nice low zip up. To me, this is like the bare minimum. You get you a nice low yeah, zip up. Ain't great about that, nigga. Like that, that was, that's a reputable list, yo. I like. Oh, that. I, I, I felt like it was young boy shit. Like it's like. Oh, like, <laughs> oh okay, okay. I'm, I'm, you know, you came with the life insurance. I said, fuck. I done fucked up the assignment tonight, man. I, you know, but yeah, get you anybody out there about the star low collection. You can never go wrong with a classic low zip up hoodie, man. You can always just throw this on anytime. Run to the store, go to homecoming. Like I feel like D, you can rock this joint anywhere you need to rock it to. So. Hell yeah. All right. Um, so for my list, um, and this one, I don't know if it's weird, but every man needs you know, a man is a is, is a proper man if he has q-tips in his grooming routine. If a man knows that he needs q-tips, he is he is doing what he's supposed to do. And next to those q-tips, there should be some sort of uh uh, I ain't gonna say a full on, you know what I'm saying, like you at, you know what I mean, Sue Minjong, but a nice little manicure set where you can get up under your nails, keep your nails clean, keep your hands clean, keep yourself presentable. Um, you do need a pair of shoes that you cannot play any sports in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's a good. We talking about hints. That that's a hint. Can you can you poop in these? Then those are not shoes, my nigga. Like we gonna we gonna we gonna help niggas. Is is we gonna help y'all with the hints? So I like that hint that you cannot play sports in. Right. Yes, you need at least four different colors of collared shirt. That would be that would be black. That would be white. That would be navy and some sort of neutral earth tone, like a brown or khaki or whatever. And it's finally. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely some and 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 finally, um, we talked about it a little bit earlier, man. I think every man should have his own. If you don't got no giant collection, at least one or two, you know what I mean? Maybe a spring and in a fall, a cold weather and a hot weather signature scent. 
I think that's really important. It have set you apart from everybody out here. You know what I'm saying? And um, so yeah, man, that that's that's my my five. Now, now, Brock, you said the the young lady had a list. I'm curious as to what she had to say. Okay, so her first thing was a power jacket, a a, a jacket that makes you look like I guess oh first, powerful. Yeah, um, a decent wallet. She said clean sheets on your bed. I'm like. The fuck, how we know if you got clean sheets in your bed, but anyway, Shadow Henderson. We were talking about Shadow earlier, remember yeah. Shadow and, and, and Giant smell my sheets, you know? So, yeah, yeah but I was just like, I don't know, I was just asking, I was like, yo, you thinking that because you're a woman, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think, I think you, you just, I think that's that goes to like routine, so oh. You know what I'm saying? So it's the routine so, of clean making sure you have clean sheets on. Not not wait until it get funky, but knowing that, like, all right, look, <laughs> they've been on here for two weeks. Let me go ahead and pop these and get a new pit. You know what I mean? Let me all go right. ahead and you know, have me a rotation. So I can see that. She said a hobby, and then she she said a go-to dish to cook. Ooh, I'm that's not mad a, at that. That's a good one. That's, that's a, good a very one. good one. That's dope. That's I don't I in in I in at risk of we, we don't have a whole bunch of time left but um what is your when what was your your signature dish when um when you was out here single trying to get them talking to me both of y'all oh shit oh mine's a chicken cheese steak philly. sorry I'm, I think I'm from Philly. Like we grow up with beards, and that's the first thing we learn how to cook. Like, like, yo, we 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 slow jam the fucking beans. You know, we fill it in the air. That's what we slow jam to. Like, so yeah, that's what we slow jam dance to. So you know, yeah, I could yo come through here, give me some 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 uh some chicken breast, uh, um, really some uh boneless chicken thighs, and and best believe, bro, people don't know about the boneless chicken thighs, like. Hey, yo, I'll make you a... They are, they're very... <clears throat> breasts are very hard or, or very easy to make dry. And and you have the opposite. It's hard to dry out some chicken thighs, man. Dark right. So on. I can make a banging-ass Philly chicken cheese steak. Brock? I would say uh, enchiladas. Um, black bean. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Them shits was hitting, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. Hey. Killing their ass with that shit. We got to have a Where's Buffy cook off one day, man. Have something out, you know, when when the weather break, get get everything out here. I don't know. We <laughs> messed up Brock's uh, day with mine. I can I can make an amazing steak. Um, you know. Okay. Now you ain't messing with me. I'm if on the other side of the game hey, now. Baby. Hey, cuz if you smell the steak I make, uh, you gonna be tight. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, before we get out of here, the one thing I do want to do, we're doing this one uh, once a month. Um, you know what I'm saying? A little segment I like to call my two cents, where we tell you know a decent scent that we think that will rock really good with the month we're in. This is October, albeit the end of October, man. Brothers, what will be a good scent that y'all would rock um in the month of October? Something nice for the fall or whatever. Now here's the thing with me, y'all. Y'all can say like I'm Nas and I'm stuck in the 90s. I'm one of them stuck in the 90 niggas. But yo, my go-to, I've never stopped loving it, CK1. CK1. I know it's old as fuck, but I'm the type boy, if it's if, if it work, it work. You know what I mean? This is just still one of my go-to ones. But this is one of the places where I love being around other brothers like y'all because Cologne's never really been my game like that. So I'm 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 all ears to learn from y'all on some on some new sense. Well, let me put you on to game about cologne niggas, because cologne niggas is weird. 
I swear to you, we you know, cologne niggas get weird. What you, what's that, yo? Ah, nigga, just say it. <laughs> ah, nigga, I don't want <laughs> when you like you know, yo, cologne niggas will hit you with that incessantly, man. Um, for me, I, I, I won't, I won't go last on everything. For me, um, it's it's an older scent, man. But uh, Givenchy Pie. Javanchi pie, yeah. Javanchi pie is an amazing, like cold weather scent. You don't have to spray a lot of it, it jump up off of you, and you you get the uh oh, I just want to give you a hug. No, you don't, you better get away. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. Javanchi pie. I'm gonna go with right. that. I mean, I got some shit upstairs, but I'm gonna uh, right on the top of my head that uh that creed uh green hour sweet. Mm, Creed, okay. Green Irish Street Tweed. Mm. Bring your pocket. Creed is Creed is the name of it, right? Creed, Creed. is the brand. Okay. First tweet, but it's like a, a elevated fucking cool water. Hmm. It's like a sophisticated cool water. Have you ever smelled cool water before? This shit. You said it's cool water with a job in a four <laughs> It's cool like- water. I mean, employee cool water. Or, or, um, or what's my man name? Um, Tom Ford, like the uh, the Oud shit. Ah, yes. The uh, Royal Oud or whatever the fuck it is. You gotta be careful the with the Ouds. The Ouds is as strong as a single mother, my nigga. Ouds. Ouds, you spray a Oud. Yo, yo you why smelling the fuck? that <laughs> all day? That's... Crazy, yo, fam. One more thing, real quick, for my listener, I forgot. Yo, a good pair of headphones. I believe you got to have a good pair of headphones. Now, here's the thing. Yeah, I will People stay mind with these shits. Number one, I ain't paying no goddamn $550. We can start right there. That's number one. We, we start right there. I'm like, Jay, boosters in the abundance. But I have price sweater new. So just understand, I ain't paying no $350 for these. But I fuck with these, man. You know what I mean? I fuck with them hard. They got this. Have y'all fucked with these before? What's yeah, that? It, it had Apple. These are the, the Apple AirPod joints. Oh, for real? Damn. Yeah. The thing I love about them, they got this shit transparency mode because I hate taking the headphones on and off. You can literally just hit a button and you can hear everything around you crystal clear, like amplified. You hear better than you would with just your regular ears. So, like, say you in the airport, you can have transparency mode on. You hearing everything around. You get situated, put on noise canceling. You don't hear shit. Nothing. Yeah, it, yeah, you know it's 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 ill. I just I just got a a new phone a couple of weeks ago, and I you know how that how they 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 hit you with the accessory, but we give you such such off of accessories. So they gave me like I want to say because they wanted this phone to sell because it was it was it cost a couple of dollars. Um, they 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 hit you with like four hundred dollars with accessories. So I just start picking stuff, bing bing bing. And one of the things was the newest set of headphones that they had, and I'm I'm a, I'm a I'm not an Apple guy, as most folks know. You know what I mean? Green bubble gang. I, I, I. Um, but they had a pair of their newest earbuds. The uh, okay. I think it's the Pro 2s or whatever, the, the, the Samsung Galaxy Pro 2 Buds, whatever it's called. Either way, um, you put them joints in, and they had this ill mode. They have like a, it's not called transparency mode for theirs. Um, it's, uh, it, it's called uh, 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 ambient sound. You know what I'm saying? Mm. We switch, but they also had this ill mode where 
because they got the mics on them. If you start talking, it'll automatically go into the ambient mode because they know you're talking, and it'll turn your music down. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, <clears throat> definitely that good pair of headphones. I'll turn my goddamn car around, and we'll be late. You know what I'm saying? If I forget my headphones, I'm also going to eat good that morning too, because I'm not. You can either be late or hungry, not at the same time. That's that is my philosophy. <laughs> um, I think that is what we got this week, fellas. Man, amazing show. Uh, appreciate all y'all, of course, man. Um, Wesbuffy.com at Wesbuffy on all social media. Uh, before we get out of here, fellas, let them know how they didn't get at you. Y'all already know this with me, Kill Eight Eight Nine Twitter IG. We'll make beachforfood.com. Check us out, man. Get with me. You know, I'm always pissing somebody off on Twitter, so I'm always a good day on Twitter for you. If you have a boy, jump on, and I'm pissing somebody off. This week, it was the Deep Thinkers, the Jehovah Witnesses, so, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's your boy, Broadly underscore Balboa on IG. Um, Broadly Balboa on everything else. Um, Herbs Day on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I'm about to start wrapping that shit up again, you know what I'm saying? I got a lot of good ideas and shit, you know what I'm saying? Y'all niggas need to stop taking them gas stations big fills and shit. Yeah, stop, stop that. that. They say they, got, they, say they come with a hangover. All that other shit, your heart pumping out your chest and shit just for some pussy, yo. Stop that shit, yo. I got a, a remedy for all your niggas, man. Hey, them niggas, they, they, want a sec, they want a second appearance. You know what I'm saying? They want a call back. So <laughs> that's why they do it. Niggas want them, they, they, want, they want to drop that, that Hawk Hogan leg drop on him. Um, <laughs> speaking of Hawk Hogan leg drops, man, at Black Wrestling on all social media. Um, also, something else, Pod. Uh, but more importantly, of course, where's Buffy? I am Ilfam790, social media choice, a.k.a. the R. Anderson Podcast, and a.k.a. Captain Broadbando, Brudama Phillips, Sticky the Dragon, Steamboat, Podchamp Podcast, favorite podcast, the party, 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 favorite podcast, True Bubblegum, I'm all out of 10 Ice, the senior love daddy of WFAM, where family always matters, man, and all of y'all are family. I appreciate y'all for coming through. Um, and we will be back next week. I believe next week we're going to hit niggas with the, the pop culture. Uh, shout out to Diz. Shout out to Mav. Shout out to Cal. Next week will be pop culture with, with Brother Cal leading the way. And um, it, it, it should be, you know what I mean? It should be it should be a fun episode, man. I'm going to leave y'all with some really dope words uh, of wisdom from a legend. A legend. Bobby Brown, yo. Yeah.